You take an ancient dinosaur gut and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. All right. Welcome to Podzilla, king of the casters. I'm your host, NB Nightingale. I'm your other host, Brandon. This is going to be a very short episode. What? There's so much uh, depth to this hour and nine minute, really what feels more like a special than a movie. Yeah, God. It's called, we're talking about today, All Monsters Attack from 1969, one year after Destroy All Monsters. Nice. (laughs) And, um... It's a, it's something that exists. It is a movie, and it does exist. I, I would argue, I think it uses a lot more stock footage from Abira and Son of Godzilla. Then we were led to believe monsters. it used a lot of Destroy All Monsters stock footage, but it does not. No. And I would say, um, I guess we could start with our overall thoughts. Okay. So I'll start with, um... You know, this is widely considered one of the worst. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty accurate, but it's not as bad as, like, Varon. Yeah. Like, it's bad, but not that bad. It's, like, lower media. Like, it's bleh, but it's not like, oh, my God, this is the, like, insufferable. See, like Varon was. Yeah. See, I think what kills me is that this movie has promise. This is an interesting idea. We'll get into that when we talk about the plot. But the plot, the story hook itself is a very interesting idea. And I'm surprised, given that Honda directed this, that it, and what the story was, that it didn't feel like a more personal film. Uh... And we'll talk about why and what I mean by that in a bit. But in the meantime, uh, there was a monster. Uh, and uh, it, it, there were multiple monsters. <laughs> All monsters, in fact. <laughs> and they attacked. No, they didn't. But uh, <laughs> let's talk about what that monster do, Brandon. So we just got done watching this movie, and I already don't remember the name of it. <laughs> Gabara? I think so. Gabara, something like that. Copacabana? So, Gabara is a kind of forgettable kaiju. Uh, They're like a big greenish lizard creature about the size of Godzilla with more of a cat-sized cat-like face. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of if you took Godzilla and merged it with... um, I don't remember the name. The kaiju from... King Caesar? Yeah, King Caesar and Godzilla. This is kind of what you would get. He has electric powers, which is pretty interesting, but that's yeah. about it. And I'm pretty sure this is like one of the only times he's ever shown up in anything. This movie also star the starring kaiju of this film is Brandon's favorite, a Mr. Manila. Yep. <laughs> and um, Manila's in this a lot. Yes. And he's he's there. Um. I think he's more annoying in Son of Godzilla, but he's still not very fun for me here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think our opinions are pretty low. So where would you put this? Do you think this is bottom five we've ever seen? Huh. 
bottom five that we've ever seen. My bottom five is... Because I know Ghidorah, the first Ghidorah's on there, Varan's on there. Okay, I just need to hear you say it real quick, though. Alright, so I know... Would you say this is worse than Clifford? No. <laughs> Damn it! Clifford was the most unenjoyable I've had. Varan, Varan, really you, you know, like the four, the four horsemen. Yeah, the four horsemen. Uh, four horsemen. Bad moves for me is Cliff. Uh, Varan was the four was the horseman of boredom. Yeah, Clifford was the horseman of just rage. Like I was engaged in the movie, but not in the way it wanted me to be. And the other two. Trying to think about it, because like Ghidorah is the same thing about kind of boredom. Yeah, that one's a boring one. Like, just mm, I think I'll have four horsemen at some point, but for the two that are the most in different ways, the worst yeah. is those two. Okay, but God, I uh, it's pro it probably makes the top five worst it, somehow. Maybe like five so or four, it, like not one, but like. Watching Someone. it felt longer than Godzilla 1998, and that's a two and a half hour long movie, and this is an hour and nine. Yeah, it's not great on that. Um, so I guess we could probably get into the so the so in anything else involving the monsters is that what, what so what was the new footage? We know what the archive <laughs> footage is. This film is built around showing us long amounts of archive footage. Yes. So I think one of the only few times there's been new footage is the ones that was obvious. Yeah, Gabara stuff. Was, yeah, Gabara, of course. The Gabara and Manila stuff is new. The human plot, which is probably, I'd say, 50 ish minutes of this movie. Probably. This hour nine? Yeah, it's, it's over half, I'd say. But, um, I'd say that... Okay, so the ones that are new is Godzilla fighting the planes. That has to be new. Really? I, I'm pretty sure that was in Son of Godzilla. When he's destroying all the planes? Yeah. I don't know. Because the suit is the same, because they use it later on when they reshoot the scene of Manila learning how to breathe. Yeah, but... Like, breathe's power. But, like, there's not much new stuff. And I guess, you know, Godzilla fighting the new kaiju with Manila is, like, some of the old yeah. new stuff. So, half of this is just Abira. <laughs> yeah. And the other 40% is Son of Godzilla. We just get the full, uninterrupted <laughs> fight scenes of Godzilla versus the, uh, versus the Okandura. And uh, Godzilla versus Ibira, where yeah. he rips his, his uh, claw off. The Condor. Yeah. Yep, the good old Condor. Yeah. It's a very reuse heavy movie. Yeah, and that I think that has a plot justification, which yeah. we will go. I think we'll discuss this now. Yeah, let's go. The movie. The effects, like, was there, like, we've already talked about it in other movies. <laughs> yeah. The movie we'll keeps it. it pretty vague. Uh, well, it, it doesn't. It, it never kind of definitively says, but it heavily implies, it could, probably because it would confuse children, but it heavily implies throughout the film that in this 
in this movie's world, the Godzilla films are just films. Yeah. And this kick. So the plot is cuts between this human plot with this little kid. Uh, and His parents are working all the time, so he meets up with a toy maker. And yeah. kind of just hangs out with him, and he like builds his little weird computer that, in his imagination, transports him to Monster Island. Yeah, and that's where we get the long sections of reused footage, <laughs> which the which I think are justified by the idea of this kid is a fan of Godzilla movies, and he's just replaying Godzilla movies he likes in his head. Which, with how much Abira he plays, he's got good taste. Uh, <laughs> He's a beer connoisseur like ourselves. Yeah. So that stuff's happening in the movie. And, you know, throughout it a couple times, uh, just broad plot summary, bandits have stolen some money. Yeah. And one of the kids' little hideout areas where he finds some parts to build this computer, He the bandits are revealed to be hiding there. And then yeah. the kid takes one of their driver's licenses and the bandits are like, oh, no, he's going to, you know, he's going to find out. Like, they're going to find us in here because of that. So they track him down, and they, like, start... And then they try and kill him. They try and kill him, yeah. But then, uh, learning his his life lesson from uh, Manila, he learns he's got to fight. He's got to fight uh, the bad dudes. So, like, Manila uses his breath to defeat the kaiju. He uses a uh, fire extinguisher to beat up the main bandit man. And then he gets... He wins the day! Yay! I just... I, I wish that this movie pushed both of its sections weirder like uh, or further i think because like i think if you're gonna have this idea of this kid cat in his imagination living through godzilla films he likes mm. i'd like to see we're just, like maybe he stumbles onto a side of the island and all of a sudden he's in black and white and he's in like r- raids again or something yeah like, and the kind of like I think what it sounds like is we wanted more of a love letter to yeah, classic which, Godzilla this movies. Fi- this film, the setup, feels like it should be a love letter to the Godzilla series so far. Yeah, it's like he kind of, you know, it could be interesting. He, like, believes in this, and he kind of learns from, like, oh, you know, I'm going to be a big, strong person and everything. And it's like, yeah. they're, like that concept is really interesting. Yeah. Like, I can see a version of this movie... That is very good. <laughs> yeah, same. It's, I mean, it's essentially, like, it's fucking, uh, it's a Monster Calls. The movie is a Monster Calls, which is a, like, a more modern movie where a little boy keeps imagining this Liam Neeson giant tree monster is his friend, mm-hmm. and that's how he's coping with his mother dying of cancer. Yeah. I'm like, ah, and, like... You you made a specific call where, that you of something you didn't like where story wise it just did not work, in which uh, the monster, the Gabara, is named after the nickname of a bully who keeps picking on the little kid. Oh, yeah, and then like, so you think okay, Manila, who's the little kid clearly identifies with, is gonna beat Gabara in Dream World. And then the little boy's gonna beat the bully. And that does happen, but... That's not the climax, it's the epilogue. Yeah, in the... Gabara, all of a sudden, the climax is specifically drawn parallel to the lead robber. Uh, Yeah. 
know. And I felt like it could have been more fun. Because I, I recommend it to you. They should have just had the Sudamation actors, two of the main ones, play the fucking robbers. robbers. It would have been so good. It yeah, have been not, get Nakajima in there. Like, Nakajima is one of the bandits. Yeah. Everything. Like, there's so much fun potential there to be like, ooh, little winks at it, you know. Yeah. His room could be full of, like, Mothra memorabilia yeah. and Godzilla, like... Yeah, and he, really we do get, like, a... He does have a action figure, which was the first moment that we start wondering, is it, is it, is it just Godzilla movies, or is this real? Also, in movies past this... Where Godzilla is real. There's still toys. There are still toys, which does. Uh, we've discussed how fucking weird that is before. That's weird. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I can imagine this could be a very fun, like, you know, homage to this. Because this was towards the end of the Showa era. Yeah. Like, we were, you know, just a few years. Like, this is kind of the end of the Golden Age. Just a few more years in which Godzilla's retired. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna try out a couple more monsters. Uh, two of them, uh, three, uh, three of them do not hit with the general public, no. and then with uh, Megalon, Gigan, and uh, and my boy Hedora, uh, and then uh, you know, Mechagodzilla does hit with the general populace. Then the second movie really does not hit with the general populace. Yeah, so it's a whole thing where it's kind of more on its way out after that. Yeah. It's like there's so much potential. There's so much potential here. I think out of any other ones we saw recently, I'm like this has so much fun potential for like a remake. Yeah. Oh, I just I just had a fun question, which <laughs> we're about an episode late for, but I want to talk about because yeah, I don't think we have much else to talk about with this movie. Uh, don't don't don't. You don't gotta see this. Just watch a beer. Yeah, watch a beer again. <laughs> then you're you're pretty much set. We've only talked for fourteen minutes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's a new record. So uh, if the if uh, if Destroy All Monsters had come out instead at the end of the uh, of the show uh, era, mm -hmm. do you think Jet Jaguar would have had a large role in? Destroy all monsters, or would he have been more of a cameo, or maybe not even acknowledged? Okay, because Jet Jaguar's towards the end. He's only acknowledged that one time. He's only in that one movie. The next time we ever see Jet Jaguar is Singular Point. God, I mean, uh, if Ferran got a cameo, I got a feeling Jet Jaguar had would have a like a Monday level of presence, where yeah. he would show up a few times. Maybe he would be the only one on the good people's team mm -hmm. when the monsters are becoming evil. Yeah. Like, I could see that, but not much more than that. But, like, that's kind of the interesting thing is, you know, they didn't end on this. I guess most series don't really end on a high note. They just kind of keep going until they run out of, until they stop becoming profitable. Unrelated news. Did you hear that Brie Larson just got cast in the next Fast and the Furious? Fast 10 Part 1? Oh my god. <laughs> Fast 10. Part, part 1. Yes. God damn it. How it's many gonna... Fast and the Furious movies have you watched, Brandon? Like, like two. And Same. one of them is Tokyo Drift. That's not even a main one. I have watched The Fast and the Furious once on FX with my dad when I was like 10 or 11, I think. Okay. And... 
I recently had had to watch uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. The sequel. Yes. Number two. Okay. Yes. Okay. I have. Uh, all I know is that, like, you know, they they keep having villains, and then the villain's part of the crew in the next movie. Yeah. Like, so what you're saying is that what Fast 10 is, is a little boy who loves the Fast and Furious movies. Is like, man, if only Vin Diesel could teach me about life. <laughs> Honestly? I wish I could go to Fast and Furious Island. <laughs> They're all driving around in cars on the <laughs> dirt. Like it's all, it's like a like a dirt bike arena, but it's a whole island of just ramps and jumps. Now I think, I think, if I were to pitch a new thing to add to the Fast and the Furious world, what would you pitch? I think there's Space. one that's already been okay. done. Yeah, been what? Like Fast Nine. They go to space. <laughs> you shouldn't me. I'm not shitting you right now. <laughs> that's a that's a me. Wait, they go to space. They strap a car. Two of the characters go to space. They strap a car to a rocket for something. That's amazing. <laughs> I gotta watch these movies. <laughs> I gotta get to the point because Fast and Furious for me sounds a lot more like the childish glee that you get from some of these monster movies. <laughs> but it's it's instead for the kid who likes race cars instead yeah. of dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So what? what Here's the thing. The thing that confuses me is the Fast and the Furious movies are primarily a POC cast. Yes. The kid who likes race cars, in my experience from growing up, is not often the kid who would be okay with a POC cast. <laughs> what is going on? Explain! <laughs> Explain, movie. Explain. <laughs> what is your fan base? People who are mutually exclusive, I guess. People who just think Vin Diesel's tan. <laughs> He's a very tan man. Yeah. He's a tan boy. He's a tan fella. So is Dwayne Johnson. He's Don't very look into his history. His name's Dwayne Johnson. He's gotta be white. <laughs> So, what we're saying is Vin Diesel is tan, and Dwayne Hart Johnson is very tan. <laughs> That's why people care so much about Paul Walker's death. That's why they do well in China! Yeah. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, they always just call him tan yeah. and very tan. <laughs> That's actually the Chinese title for the movie. Tan and very tan. It's in Hobbs and Shaw. Yes, tan, tan and very, very tan. tan. <laughs> people care about Paul Walker's death so much because that was when they had to admit that their favorite film is led by POC <laughs> oh no, no how could this happen this shouldn't happen <laughs> no oh my goodness so interesting interesting times with things but yeah so I think this should have been a half hour special this should have been half hour special keep it tight I think uh, that's what this movie should have been. Yeah. This uh, quote movie. Are there any other movie series that are unrelated we want to talk about to get us over the 20-minute mark here? <laughs> uh, well, um... <laughs> I just, 
just thought it was interesting that uh, you see those uh, see those Marvel movies. You know, I think I haven't seen any of them yet. I think now is the time to jump in. <laughs> now is the time, baby. Just five minutes later. What the fuck's a moon night? <laughs> oh my god, you don't need, you start where it currently is. You start not even like at the beginning of Moon Night season one. No. This Wednesday. Episode. This, this Wednesday, you watch whatever the new episode of Moon Night is and you eat your slop. Yes. I have not watched Moon Knight. It might be good. I don't know. Probably not. You know, there's two levels of good. It's good and then there's Marvel good where it's like, well, this is about what I expect. <laughs> but um, I think it's kind of... <laughs> Moon Knight. My goodness. You uh, see that Sonic 2? No, but I want to. Same. Once I can get around to walk. <laughs> Excuse yeah, me. last movie I saw in theaters was Everything Everywhere All at Once with you. Very great movie. Please it is see very, that. It's amazing. It's excellent. Yeah. It, it's um, it makes me like multiverse movies. Um, <laughs> oh, Sam Raimi, I'm sorry, you're not gonna make the best multiverse movie this year. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. I don't think I just don't think it's gonna work out for you. Just not gonna happen. Doctor Strange at the finale of Doctor of multiverse of madness dr strange looks like he's been beat by wanda then i can't do the voice but on your left is said and and michelle Yao with a with a little uh googly eye on her forehead steps out of a portal oh my goodness it's a multiverse of multiverses god i like how refreshing that movie did with the multiverse, and I yeah. can't wait for it to be immediately ruined by Marvel stuff. Because, like, see, because is it this everything is... everywhere all at once did multiverses for thematic reasons? Exactly, and it wasn't gonna be. Ooh, do you want to watch the kung fu movie she made? It's a story explicitly about regretting your life decisions. Yeah, and how things have turned out, and reckoning with that. Yeah. <laughs> Is it weird, um, just a little broader discussion about, like, Marvel multiverse properties and such, yeah. is that, like, I feel like, have we ever had a movie series like that that's gone on for that long to, like, keep trying I mean, corporate things? Decade, actual time from first to current movie, James Bond has it beat. Fast and the Furious has oh, a beat, but uh, I guess so. But with those, but it's more like, like both of those have nowhere near as many movies. In them. Well, yeah. On top of that, though, yeah. James Bond, it's like one line. It's not like here's a James Bond spinoff. Bum, ba -dum, bum, bum, bum. You know? Yeah. It's like I don't. I kind of feel like do you? For my opinion, it kind of feels like it's such a heavy. Yeah. You know, like the platform. It's just so heavy with stuff yeah. to try to keep following. Mm -hmm. That eventually, it's just kind of like, yeah, it kind of implode on itself. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, I like Marvel. So I love, like, I think, you know, Endgame and Infinity War were, like, our generation's, like, you know, Star Wars thing. Like, this huge cultural moment. To me, it kind of feels like it's over. Like, yeah. like maybe they'll still keep making money and stuff, but I'm more interested in the weirdest ones that are coming out now. Yeah. And I don't, I, I hate the feeling of, oh, well, now I gotta watch this. Yeah, the worst thing in the world is when... A bunch of movies that are in the same continuity, and sometimes, and you know, 
they all start in their own movies, but sometimes they converge, often they converge, mm. uh, reaches some sort of natural conclusion, like where all of them end up in a fight together. And then just keeps trucking on. And then maybe in a few years they reboot it. And they try and make it even darker and grittier this time. But And then that kind of fails. And they reboot it again. And again it's darker and grittier. And then they just give it to America. <laughs> and Millie Bobby Brown stars in it. <laughs> That's the worst thing possible. I hate those kinds of movies. Would never want to be the star of a podcast about them. <laughs> yeah. That's what you think about these. It's more like little referencey things. We don't have to be like, well, we didn't see Destroy All Monsters, so we have no idea what's going on here. Yeah. Like, I think it's just the, the weight of that. It's you know, imagine if other if other countries' cinema worked in the ways that American and Japanese cinema seem to. Like, imagine Cinema Paradiso 10. Goodness. Yeah. But I think we're, I think, yeah, that's about, that's about it for the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had very little to say about this movie, uh, and but, yeah, yeah. Next week we're talking about Gargantua, or Gargantuan, colossal. Colossal. We're talking colossal, and we're not talking about Titans. I've been Titans. excited for uh, yeah. about for a while. So that'll be our next one. Next week is colossal. So we'll see you then. Yeah. See you next time, baby.